0: Okay, so we're about to start the 19th parak of Masil Sesharim, the Bir Chelke HaChasidus. This is a massive, massive parak. Got a tremendous amount of this But before we do so, I just want to review two points from Laz Vad, which I think are very important. Last Vad, I said something. I said it more quickly. But on Shabbos, I was looking at the Sefer Leket Musa from Rabbi Isaac the third chelik. Where he has Torah on the Masil Sesharim. It's one of the things that are in there. And he brings out this point that we mentioned, very sharp. So I just want to expound on that a drop. We spoke in the last vod, we mentioned that in order to be a chosid, you have to be a lamdin. You have to be a tamachochim and a lamdin. Because Hasidus is not just a creativity that you find creative ways to do things for Hashem. The point of Chassidus is, we don't make up our own Avodah. The point of Chassidus is understanding the mitzvah and the gedorim of the mitzvah and the lamdis of the mitzvah and then expounding the etzah mitzvah itself. That means that if you're not a Talmachocham and you're not a lamdin, then you won't be able to do Chassidus either because you have to be able to see the gedorim, which are not mafurish in the mitzvah, and then you have to find the G'darm in your life and know how to apply the G'darm in your life. That means you have to be a Talmud Chocham. So we mentioned that quickly, but I see over here in Rabbi Zagsheh, he says this, he's Mayruch in it, he says, mm-hmm. The more you know how to learn... The more you can be a chassid, you can't be a chassid if you don't know how to learn. And then he quotes later, and you know it's a whole arichas. But he quotes over here: "Alkain tzotku divrei admor zatzal." Ezra comes next to me. Admor zatzal is the altar from Slabotka. He says, "From this we learned what the altar from Slabotka always told us, roisano Sono amiti.' To be a true, authentic, genuine balmusa." You have to first be a big London. We speak about this all the time. Now we have good backing to our mahalach over here. This is really something that we speak about all the time. Right? We say... That a person, how does he learn Masiyal's Yasharim? He takes Masiyal's Yasharim, which speaks on a very high level. He finds the lamdis of it, the gedorim of it, and then he looks to apply it in his life in a small way. How does he study gedorim? He doesn't copycat them. He knows how to bring out the of the driving force, let's say, behind their growth. And then he can find within himself that point and develop that point. This is the insight. So he's saying it over here by Hasidus. That's the whole Hasidus. The whole Hasidus is Lamdis. So it's on a high level. But it's the same thing. It's, on, it's all Lamdis. Okay? So that was a big thing that we mentioned last time. He just says over one Marshall, which I think it's Kedai to speak it out. It's a very important point. We also talk about this a lot. So he says, so I'm going to give you an, an example. Right? What does Hashem want from us? In a general sense, something He wants from us, which is not written exactly in the law, but if you understand the oymik and the longness of the law, you can expound on it and implement it in your life, right? He says, the parashat says, and the parashat says, Bonim atem lahashem you are Hashem's children, Meaning, the way the Goyim used to do, they used to do certain, they used to cut themselves out of sa'ar, out of sorrow, out of pain, right? Grievance over the dead. And you, we're not allowed to do that. Why? That means you are the bonim of Hashem, and you have to maintain that status under all circumstances, even though you're going through a personal crisis. Torah says, should teach your children. So Rashi is saying that being bonim of Hashem is not just only a kirva, a certain closeness to Hashem, but it also means that we are learning from Hashem constantly, studying Hashem's Torah, studying Hashem's, Torah, studying Hashem's Hanhog and the Right? We're bonim la Hashem. So he says like this. <laughs> So the, the actual din. what's the tzivuy? The tzivuy is that when you're suffering and you're grieving from the pain of a loss of life in the family, you're not allowed to make a kach. But what's the rotsan Hashem? Anam avinu, it's rotsan Hashem, shalein lahak elizko lahag ishtomid, shanach rubonim v'talmidim lahashem m'alekeinu. And so we're going to make a kach. And so we're going to make a kach. And so we're going to make It means you have to walk around with a certain self-image and a feeling that you are a very special person. You are a Ben and a Talmud of HaKadosh Baruch And that's the status that you have. And therefore, you have to do things that are befitting of that kind of behavior. That's an unbelievable way of thinking and behaving constantly. That's the Rotson Hashem. So you see, you see a Possek, gives you a din, gives you a halacha, and now you have to be a lavdin. What's the Rotson Hashem? Now once you understand that, you could apply that to many different things in your life. And there's certain things that, so a lot of times people say it doesn't pass for a ventura, or it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not befitting. And you say like, where's the mocker and the torah to such behavior? You know? That doesn't say that anywhere. So here's a mocker. Here's a maka from the toy that a person has to change his self-image to what he is. And he has to behave a certain mm-hmm. way. And he has to have a certain khashiva for himself. Mm-hmm. You follow? That's the idea. So that we spoke about last vod. Now, he's gonna ask, uh, also ha'orah, which I think is gonna come in, in the later Vads so We're gonna expound on this ha'orah and build on this ha'orah a little bit. Okay? So, another point that the Messiah Sishon told us in the last parrot, was that the foundation and the root behind Hasidus is Avas Hashem. Got it? A person loves Hashem, truthfully loves Hashem. nikva until it's in him to do Nachashwaf Hashem. Okay? So that's the bottom line. So okay, so you see to be a, a Chasid. You have to be a big person. You have to love Hashem. You have to be a lambdin. Not simple, right? So now he's gonna ask our which I think this ha'ara is gonna have a very strong, uh, we're gonna to have to build a lot of tighter on it. Not today though, but when we get deeper into the parak, He's asked like this. We never had a parak that taught us what Avas Hashem is and how to acquire it, the Ketzat Koin Merse, right? So he says, if you look at Perikur test, the Perikot we're about to start here, in Chelkei hasidus one of the Chalokim of the Hasidus is going to be that he has to have Avas Hashem, Right? But the problem is, from over here it's Mashma, that the Avas Atanai Koidim Lamaile Hasidus, V'loi Prat M'Chelkei Here the Kashi is asking again, in Parakut Ches it's mashma dech avas Hashem is a tenai it presupposes in order to get the chasidis it presupposes that you have av and then he never taught us how to do it's only in Parakut Ches when he's going into Chelke Chesid different parts of the avoid of a one of them is Ava. so the question is is it needed before or is it part of it, right? And the same thing he's bothered with in Perek Zion, a Parak we didn't learn in this Machzor, we did it many years ago here. But, uh, he says that in Zerizus, Zerizus is to do mitzvahs with your full energy and your full heart, right? What is the Messiah's Hashem saying? Omnam krayadata is the best way to do service of Hashem. It's also talking about Avas Hashem. So to do his reasons, you also have to have Avas Hashem. So to do his reasons, you have to have Avas Hashem. To do Hasidus, you have to have Avas Hashem. He never even taught us Avas Hashem as a separate perek, And you obviously need to have Avas Hashem for the basic avaida. So what's this new level in Chalke HaHasidus of Avas Hashem? So this is a very strong horror that Rabbi Isaac Sheh is asking. Which we're gonna to have to try to build a mahalach when we get into Kelka Hasidis and we talk about Avas Hashem, which we're probably gonna to have to the Tura Sashmites is basically gonna teach us that there could be two levels of Avas Hashem. There's a basic level of Avas Hashem that every Jew, every simple Jew is able to tap into. And then there's gonna be deeper levels of Avas Hashem. Which are going to be connected with chelkei achasidus? Okay, so we'll get to that later, but I just wanted to mention that already. Let's begin the parak. Okay, take out your books. We're going to start a new parak. Parak yudas. Okay, says the mesillas yesharim as follows. You ready? What are you achasidus haroshim. The main parts of chasidus shloisha are three. HaRishon B'Maysa, the first ones are B'Maysa, HaSheni B'Oifin HaAsiyah, HaShlishi B'Kavona. We'll see what this all means in due time. harish HaRishon B'Maysa, and the part that's B'Maysa, Afu Yishchalak V'Shnei It's also divided into two parts. HaEcho M'Ba Sheben Odom L'Mokom, HaSheni M'Ba Sheben Odom One is going to be the mitzvahs of Ben Adam maqam and one's going to be mitzvahs of Ben Adam Labakam. Now, something you see very interesting in Mesir Zasharim in general, in Chayvis HaLavavis, and any of these svarim, you see that they are extremely organized when it comes to Avayi Zasharim. You have to break things down, you have to be Masader yourself level by level, right? A very organized, efficient approach to Avayi Zasharim. And this is something that's lacking by us tremendously. We understand in life, if you want to make a business, if you want to make a family, whatever you want to do in life, you have to be very, very organized. And you have to have what we call a tochnit, a plan. What you're going to do first, what you're going to do second, right? You can't just be random. Whatever comes to your hand, right? You have to be organized. But somehow when it comes to Hashem, we're not like that. Chakras came our way, let's try to make a nice one out of it. If not, not next, you know? We're very random, not organized, not thought out when it comes to Avaydis Hashem. We don't have a plan, right? Well, that's wrong. We're learning from here that a person needs to be organized in Avaydis Hashem, not stuff. That's a side point, okay? So now he says like this. The first step is to work here on Ben Machavar between man and Hashem, Ven Yonakyim Kola mitzis, Bekholha Dikdukim Shabahem, to be Mekayim all the mitzhs with all their dikukim, the kumras in them, ad mockum shiyada Meaning it's not enough just to do the simple letter of the law. You have to, if you're a chassid, you want to be doing the mitzvah to the best possible way to do the mitzvahs. With the big chumras, with all the sheetins, to do everything clear, Ajayad and Magas. Kola Now, that's a big thing, to be able to do all mitzvahs like that. But should we, what should we say to ourselves? If we're not able to do all the mitzvahs, maybe we're not love on Hasidus, right? But he quotes over here, in the, Rabdon, on the bottom, he quotes a Sefer Chared. Sefer Charedim, you know what the Sefer Charedim was? It was in the time of Maram BeYosef and the Arizal, it was a hidden tzaddik, right? So he wrote a sefer on mitzvahs, okay? And he writes like this, and we're going to try to open this up a little bit. Even though a person is required by law to, to keep all the mitzvahs properly. <laughs> He should take one mitzvah and hold on to it with all his strength, the and consistency with it. This is his thing, and he'll never break this thing. He should makabel one mitzvah, take it on like a like a like a beast. All the mitzvahs are referred to, tayag mitzvahs are referred to as etzchayim. That analogy is a very deep analogy. Because it's not random things. They're all part of a tree. One tree that has many, many different branches and pairs, right? Huh? What if it's like an easy mitzvah? Even if it's an easy mitzvah. One mitzvah. <laughs> the tree of mitzvahs gives life to those that hold on to it. V'a anaf min ha'ilon yofur. One who grabs onto one branch of this tree. Oichez be'kulo. He's holding the whole thing. Shekol shara anafim nimchochem ach'a oysa anaf she'kulam guf all of them will be nimshach after that. I'm gonna explain what he's saying. we're going to try to grab everything together, you're not gonna be able to grab all that. Meaning, if a person wants to be a medactic in all the mitzvahs and everything, it's not gonna happen. It's too overwhelming. It's too much. No, so, so I have to explain what he's saying, okay? You don't wanna make that mistake. I'll say, you know what, throw the other 612 in the garbage can and I'll do one, right? And that's what I've done, so don't make that mistake. <coughs> no. i you have to keep all the mitzvahs 100%, right? <clears throat> but how do you want to come to a tremendous level in kiyomah mitzvahs? A tremendous level. Not just doing the letter of the law, but doing the, the, the mitzvah and the rachs and Hashem and really, how do you get to everything? can't grab them all. Can't grab perfection in everything; it's not going to happen, right? So he says, "How do you begin?" This is a very important. One in that one directs you to everything. That's right, because that's what the way the Balamusa Maz Gemara that it says in Makkis, Bo Habakuk vehe Nidon Alachas. Habakuk came and put the whole Torah on one mitzvah. What's the one mitzvah? Sadik the mitzvah of emunah don't think that what he was trying to say was you know what, the whole Torah is way too difficult for you to do just have emuna. no of course you have to do the mitzvah but how are you going to reach shleimahs how are you going to be able to overcome challenges all the time in mitzvahs how are you going to reach perfection Right, take one and one of them will be the maftah. Habakkuk said you know which one you should take take emuna. It's a whole shmooz why emuna will bring you to everything. But the sefer hareshim is saying you could pick anyone because since the DNA of all mitzvahs have certain similarities to them, so if you take one and you medactic in one, ultimately it will bring you to others. It'll be a mafteach. It'll be a key. It'll open the door for you for others. Right. So this is something that we could all do. It's not an impossible thing to do. Because everybody can take a small thing. It doesn't even have to be a complete mitzvah, it could even be a half of mitzvah. Right? Let's say tefillah, I don't know if you can do the whole tefillah. Right? But you can do something, a piece of tefillah b'shleimus. One piece, mm-hmm. one bracha, one concept, you know, even a little Follow? So that's will become a mafteach. That means even though we're not on the level of chasidus, but we could practice this part of chasidus of diktuk b'mitzvah, the whole Diktuk Keha ba'asmoda. without breaking it ever, that becomes our Kabbalah. That is to us, in something small. Everybody can find that one thing that if he really puts his head to it and understands it, and learns about it, and learns all the halachas about it, and he learns how to do it the best way possible, and he's medactic on it, then all of a sudden, that becomes a thing, which changes him. And I've seen many people over the years, Talmidim, that did that. And they changed. I remember four years ago, I think it was, we went through Gamliel Rabinovich, and he asked people to make Kabbalah. And there was some bacham that I know the Kabbalah made. One thing, but Herig valyava. And I watched through that one thing, that one Herig valyava thing, I watched them changing. You understand? Because since you're, you're holding on to the tree of mitzvahs, So then it's going to lead you to further do mitzvahs because it's one tree. So this year we also did kabbalahs. I'm not sure what people did, but then it was a small group and we were talking about the kabbalahs. I was a little bit more aware about what these guys were in And four years later they're still doing it, but they they grew a lot since then. From that, I know from that, I can see how that ate came to B and B to C and to D and to invite to invite. You follow? So that's the idea. The idea is take one thing, but not just be mechaimit like the way your mind sees it. Learn about it. Study it. Learn the different opinions about it. Find a way to do it the most medactic. Visualize the possible scenarios that might be hard for you to be mechaimit. And what's going to be your game plan to push through, let's say, whatever it would be, let's say if it would be Tefillah Siba, for example, try to think about what, what's the challenges of Benazmanim or whatever it is, you know? And say, what's the game plan? My Kabbalah doesn't have anything like that. What? My Kabbalah doesn't have anything like that. So make a new one. But it's a good one. I so say keep that too. Like... Don't throw that one away. <laughs> but I'm saying the point is, now I'll tell you every time I pray Amidah, I always find myself spacing out. So I will make a of, make sure to pray Amidah. Please, you do good. How do you work on that? So Maybe that's a know. diktuk in aloha to read it from a siddur, right? Learn about that. Learn about how you can now that you're reading it from the tib- from the siddur, how you can think about the translation of the word too, not just reading it inside, because that will help you stay focused, right? Now you'll think of the translation. And eventually, from the translation, you're going to think about the pshat, and then it's going to be more hergation. These things are grow. It's not one; it doesn't stay where it is. But that would only grow when you start to open up books and learn about the concept of reading the the the, the, the tefillah from the from the from the thing, and 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 letting the words speak to you. You understand? And the importance of kavana. And then think about the different scenarios where kavana is difficult. And what type of places I have to stay away from in order to have kavana. Like if I sit next to a door where people come in and out, or if I sit in the corner where people schmooze, that is going to be a stair to my kavana. And since my kabbalah was the Follow the words inside, so I don't space out. So maybe I have to change my seat to a makom kavu over here. See how it grows? It starts to grow, growing. And then Mimela when you sat in a different spot with more yirat shamayim people, or you prayed in a better shuls, so and that affects you. So you see how everything grows, grows, grows? Because once you touch the tree, you're gonna grow. That's the key thing. Got it? Okay, we'll stop here for today. Sounds like you get